Welcome to the Latitude Podcast, where we dive deep into conversations with founders, funders, operators, and investors. We're 43 North, a startup accelerator based in Buffalo, New York, that invests $5 million per year in high growth companies. Since 2014, 43 North has grown its portfolio to over 60 companies with multiple exits. We're excited to bring you the perspective of a growing startup ecosystem through chats with founders and funders within our portfolio and across the globe. Hi, everyone. I'm Cindy Sedaris, the Senior Platform Manager at 43 North. I'm excited to introduce our guest today. We are joined by Dom Costanzo, who is the VP of Portfolio at 43 North. Um, Fun fact, he is my boss, so this is a very exciting (laughs) chat we will have. And um, let's give Dom a big welcome. And as we start off, why don't you tell us how you came to be here at 43 North and in Buffalo and a little bit of your journey to today. Sure. Well, thanks for having me, Cindy. Um, So a little bit about my journey. I'm coming from Richmond, Virginia. So honestly, New York, this is the first place I've ever lived that isn't Richmond, Virginia. I've had a couple brief stints, you know, out of state. I was up in Lake Placid actually with the U.S. Bobsled and Skeleton team, but it was kind of temporary housing. It was never a permanent move. Um, so another fun fact, both my parents are from Buffalo, New York. So I'm not like a total outsider to the city. You know, I've been visiting my whole life. Um, but born and raised in Richmond, Virginia, went to school uh, at VCU, ended up working for VCU, really started my career there. Um, at the time, I was I was splitting time between VCU and a corporate incubator called uh, the Dominion Energy, Dominion Energy Innovation Center. Um, so I was running a startup incubator for them. I was working part-time at VCU in a program management role, doing a lot of like accelerator program management. Um, and really just grew in my responsibilities at the university, um, kind of worked my way through the tech transfer office, ended up being the new venture manager there, focused on spinning companies out of their IP portfolio. Uh, and then more recently, kind of going back to 2018, 2019, I got pulled over into working with the university health system um, as part of a larger innovation strategy uh, where I was really focused on their corporate venture program, helped um, work with some of their leadership to establish uh, a seed fund uh, in Richmond, Virginia. They had also invested in a couple of other funds. They were a limited partner in a number of funds. And so really just kind of bringing some structure to that program and doing a lot of um you know, other business development, uh, really focused on early stage technologies. And so when, you know, this was earlier in the year, you know, been there for a while and was just kind of like, Hey, what's next? What's new? Um, kind of wanted to get out of Richmond, Virginia. Like I said, grew up there, lived there for a while, was familiar with 43 North actually going back to 2015, a really good friend of mine, um, two good friends of mine. They were, they were co-founders of one of the portfolio companies. They took runner-up in the competition in 215. And so that kind of put 43 North on my radar. And obviously when you operate in the space, you know, you're, you're very much aware of 43 North as a, you know, a program and an organization. And um, so it's just following, you know, 43 North on LinkedIn and saw that the role was open and really just kind of spoke to like the type of work that I wanted to be doing that I felt like I was moving away from, um, you know, apply fast forward, land the roll, and uh, we're here, we're a month in, and and yeah, living in Buffalo, New York, which, you know, like I said, coming coming from Richmond, Virginia, having always visited, I don't know, I never really thought that I would live here, um, but it's really good to be here. Mm-hmm. It's really good to be here. 
That's great. Well, it's good to have you here. We're excited to have you as part of the team. What was the company that your um, friends had started? Yeah, the company was uh, Painless 1099. So um, I remember it was it was such a big deal when they they took, I believe it was runner up. I mean, don't don't quote me. You know, I guess we're kind of on the record, <laughs> but um, I believe they, they took runner up. And yeah, I just remember like watching the competition on YouTube. I don't think the production, well, this was like 2015 YouTube. I don't know if it was live streamed or if it was like, I don't know, just a, someone's a, video, someone's <laughs> video. Um, but we were just, we were so excited for them. Like it was the first company that I knew who had won a prize of that magnitude and just moving to Buffalo and kind of the fair fanfare that went along with it. Uh, it was just really cool to see. So that's great. Yeah. Um, so obviously you're coming from Richmond, which is kind of a, a smaller emerging tech ecosystem as well. Um, maybe similar to Buffalo, but what are your thoughts just on those kind of places for startups? Like having been at VCU in Richmond, um, seeing how startups are growing there and what that ecosystem is like. And now in your short time in Buffalo, but kind of seeing how things are here, like what are your thoughts on those emerging ecosystems and how they um, can just be a good resource for founders or kind of a, a pro for founders in a way? Sure. Yeah. Well, growing up in one, I'm slightly biased to kind of that like emerging tech, you know, ecosystem or second tier cities, however you want to kind of classify. I don't even really like the term second tier mm -hmm. like cities, but they're just, they're smaller markets, right? You know, Richmond is very comparable. Richmond and Buffalo are very comparable in size from like a population standpoint. And, you know, in Virginia, you've got Washington, D.C., which is like the major tech ecosystem. Um, and then, you know, in New York, you've got New York City and then you've got Buffalo in Western New York. Um, and I think, you know, the, the really the value proposition of a city like Buffalo or Richmond is like you can just go so much deeper with the relationships. Um, you know, we've in Richmond and in Buffalo, you've got great, you know, education systems. You've got great universities. You know, there's talent that exists here. Buffalo is unique because it's so close to Canada. And, and you know, Toronto is a major ecosystem right up to the north. And you've got Waterloo. But then in Buffalo, you know, what I, what I saw in Buffalo that I didn't see in Richmond was you had, you've got so much support from the entrepreneurial support organizations and from the state, from ESD. Like there's such a commitment to Western New York that I don't think a lot of states have or like appreciate. I mean, certainly, you know, in Richmond, we had a level of support, but not to the degree that Buffalo has. And, you know, with 43 North, you've got so much momentum because you've got this track record of success. You know, you've got a portfolio of 64 companies. Um, and that creates a level of momentum, not just for the organization, but for the ecosystem, for the region, for the state. And... Um, you know, in an environment where things are less favorable, you know, that momentum is a big, it's a big kind of value driver moving into the future. And so I just think for founders, you know, you can be a, a small fish in a big pond in a place like New York City, you know, or you can come to a place like Buffalo and really just go deep within the ecosystem and, and get a degree of support that you, you wouldn't otherwise get. Um, and I think that's, you know, for, for the right type of founders, like that's a, it's, it's a huge catalyst for them and their business. You know, I firmly believe that. So. Yeah, no, that's a great point. I think something that we always try and drive home to our founders and, you know, we've heard from our most recent year eight cohort, who's only been here a few months as well. It's like they're, they thought they knew what they were getting by moving to Buffalo and joining 43 North, but like they, they didn't realize that it would be like such a family atmosphere or that the community really rallies around and supports them. 
Um, so it's great to hear that you noticed that as well. What would you say are maybe some ways that um, a, an accelerator like 43 North or just having more startups in a city can help foster economic growth in that way? So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty, I feel pretty passionate about this topic. Like just the concept of economic development and where you allocate resources, whether that be you know, recruiting more mature companies to a region or focusing on, you know, startups as a catalyst for economic growth. And I, I believe like the latter is where you want to over allocate resources, because at the end of the day, corporate longevity, corporate longevity, if you if you study like the history of like the S&P 500, you know, public, uh, publicly traded companies like that pool, that surface area is is contracting. There are fewer public companies, there are fewer you know, um, there's a lot more acquisitions, mergers. Um, and so, and, and, the, and the lifespan of those companies is decreasing decade over decade. And so if you want to realize the greatest returns as a region, as a city, it's about investing in the future. And the future is not in the companies that have been operating for 30, 40, 50 years. The future is in the companies that have been operating for three, four, five years. Um, and so I, that's just where I fundamentally believe the more outsized returns are going to come from. And so, uh, like I said, the work that, um, you know, 43 North has been doing in partnership with, with all of their constituents in the state of New York, uh, you know, I think that's, that's it. They're, they're skating in, in, in the right direction there, right? They're, um, what is the term, you know, they're going and, and skating to where the puck is going. Yeah. Right. And so I just, I think you, you want to over index towards, you know, supporting early stage companies versus, you know, the, not to say you don't want to focus on on you know recruiting larger companies, um, but I just if you expand your time horizons, um, it's it's certainly you know outsized returns come from mm -hmm. early stage growth. So yeah, um, what would you say just in thinking about founders who are we are in you know a little bit of tougher economic times right now? Like, what advice would you have for founders who are? Um, at the seed stage and looking to raise it, what would, what would be some good advice you could share? Cause I know we have a lot of companies yeah. going through this as well. And, um, it's tricky out there. It is tricky. It's tough. Um, but that environment, it, it creates discipline. Um, at the end of the day, like I think market conditions, it has a greater influence on behavior than I think people want to like give it credit for. Uh, and in a, period where you know we're coming off like a 13-year bull market like low interest rates um you know it leads to kind of growth at all costs and that can deterior deteriorate certain behaviors i think people become less disciplined i think they kind of move away from the fundamentals a bit um and so i guess my advice is just get back to the fundamentals keep your head down you know just build Right. Um, but there's there's other advantages that come from kind of the conditions that we're in, one of them being talent. Right. You know, unfortunately, there's been a lot of layoffs in the industry, but that creates kind of a glut of skilled talent that, again, as a company that, you know, ideally is growing, that's recruiting talent. There's no longer this talent war where, you know, people are bidding up you know, the, the, the cost of every position. And so, um, you know, just like I see, I get back to the fundamentals, keep your head down, right? Like you're, you're in a, you're in an industry that goes through cycles, right? And if you're building a company over the next 10 to 15 years, 
you know, or you want to just operate in this space in perpetuity. Like these are the these are the cycles that you're gonna go through. So take it as an opportunity to to learn, to be more disciplined, to to get back to doing what works, to focusing on profitability, um, and and you'll be all right. Yeah, good advice. Good advice. Um, what is one thing that you're excited to kind of do and experience this year while you're at Forty Three North and in Buffalo? Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm excited to be here for Buffalo Bills season. Yes, I think you know, first year living in Buffalo, I think we're gonna win the Super Bowl. So. I'm gonna. I mean, just from your mouth to. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. It's gonna be cool living in the city when we actually bring that home. Um, I I, I think it, for me, it's just immersing myself in this ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Really, like, it's it's a totally new ecosystem for me. And I, you know, everyone that I've met has been um, just so enthusiastic about the work that, you know, not only Forty Three North has been doing, but just all the activity in the space. I'm just, I'm really looking forward to getting to know the individuals here in Western New York to working with the portfolio companies, helping them, you know, really drive business in the region, grow, uh, source talent, um, and just making this home, right? Like it already kind of start, it's starting to feel like home, Mm -hmm. right? But you know, that just comes with time. Um, we've already had some fun road trips, have been out to Skinny Atlas and some of our partners, you know, out in that region. And uh, so just getting to know, you know, New York, Western New York and mm-hmm. um, yeah, just just being involved in the ecosystem. Love that. I want to go back a little bit to um, you said you spent some time at Lake Placid at the Olympic Training Center, which is like not a small thing. Like that's as like a former Olympic nerd where I would just watch the Olympics and like be very into that. I'm just like, that's a huge deal. And like, congratulations on that part of your life. That's awesome. Um, what are some things that you maybe could pull from that experience? Like things you've learned, you mentioned being disciplined a lot that kind of apply to that founder journey as well. Sure. So, so just so the record stands, I was never, um, and, and you didn't say this, but I just, you know, so I was never an Olympian. Right. Uh, right. but I was a part of team USA, uh, on, on the men's skeleton team. So it's part of the bobsled and skeleton federation. Um, you know, so I was with that team for about two years. Yeah. Living in the Olympic training center up in Lake Placid, which was like going from college to like living in another dorm, mm-hmm. right? Like I was just like in the dorm for six years of my life. Um, but it was, I believe like 40% of like team USA's winter Olympians train out of Lake Placid. Um, so it was, just, it was a very, it was a great experience to just be around high level talents mm-hmm. and athletes from a number of different disciplines. And I think what um, I guess getting your question was around like just things that I learned from that experience sure. translates, you know, having been an athlete in college, so track and field to skeleton, it's, you know, it just, it requires taking a long view of things and realizing that daily effort compounds over time. So like, how can you just kind of stack wins like personally in your business? Um, how do you get to a point of momentum working for you? Um, and the, you're going to have peaks and valleys, right? And, you know, the peaks are, you know, it's not always as high as you think. The valleys aren't always as low. And so the more you can kind of stay even keel and just working towards, you know, whatever vision it is you, that you have for yourself, 
uh, is ultimately how you're going to succeed. And um, it's just, it's a lot of daily effort, right? Because there's, you know, startups, you get some of the most talented individuals, the smartest individuals, the most driven individuals. And all you can really do is like focus on, um, it's a competitive environment, right? And you're, you're going to have a lot of companies competing in the space. So you're competing for, you know, venture capital dollars and, um, you just got to stay sharp, right? You got to stay sharp and you got to get after it every single day and just mm -hmm. compound those small daily wins over yeah. time. And hopefully that leads to success. Yeah. No, that's a great point. The, like keeping your head down, doing the work and hopefully one day it pays off <laughs> over time. Um, getting back to, you know, being new to Buffalo, um, and I'm curious about this for Richmond as well. Buffalo's food is, we are well known for the chicken wing, as yeah. I'm sure you are aware now. Um, have you tried chicken wings or do you eat chicken wings and do you have a go-to place yet? And then I guess following that, does Richmond have a specific food that we should know about? <laughs> so I do love chicken wings. Um, I never, I never had chicken wings in Richmond because chicken wings in Richmond are trash. Um <laughs> So shots fired. Yeah, yeah. I always looked forward to coming to Buffalo uh, for the chicken wings. Um, historically, I'd always gone to like Duff's or uh, my family's a big fan of bocce's. Again, coming from, I always loved bocce's. Bocce's and Duff's were great. Um, I did have Gabriel's Gate a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago. Uh, the first, um, first place or first chicken wings that I've had since living in Buffalo. Okay, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Some of the best wings I've ever had. Oh, and Barbell. I had Barbell a couple of years. Uh, yeah, it was two years ago. Um, so, yeah, love the chicken wings. Mm -hmm. Plan to eat more. Uh, <laughs> never had them in Richmond because they were terrible. Um, but Richmond does have good food. Uh, we were just talking about this a little bit off camera. You know, we've got great got great Southern, Southern fare. Uh, so if we're on the chicken genre, like fried chicken in okay. Richmond is pretty strong. Mm -hmm. So we don't make good wings, but we make really good fried chicken. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, but, but Richmond's got a lot of different variety of foods. So I don't mm -hmm. know if there's like one particular thing that we just do that's out of this world. Not like not like pizza and wings in Buffalo. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Good to know. So lots of variety, good Southern options. A great Southern option. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, as we're kind of closing out our time, where can we find you? Obviously, you are a part of 43 North. You are on our 43 North website. Yeah. Um, but where else can folks find you if they either want to follow you on Twitter, LinkedIn, website, something like that? Where are you yeah, hanging out the most? LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. It's all the same username, Costanzo DR. Okay. I'm not that entertaining. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, but I uh, would love to interact over over social. Uh, mm -hmm. Twitter's my go-to. Okay. So definitely check me out on Twitter, Costanzo DR. Great. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thanks again so much for joining us today. It was great to continue this conversation. Likewise.